Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fabulously Fit podcast. I am part one of this dynamic duo. I am Kennedy. And I am Danielle. We are so excited to be back with you guys. We know it has been a while, and this is actually the first episode of 2022. So we are going to be back weekly on Mondays for a weekly podcast for you guys. Um, If you guys follow us on Instagram, you know that both mine and Danielle's lives got a little bit crazy in 2021 between family health issues and selling and moving homes and just life getting crazy. I was finishing school to become a teacher. So life just got away from us and we had to take a step back and really focus on those personal things first, especially when it came to family and health. So what we kind of want to do today, guys, is do a little bit of a recap of our 2021 and then um, talk about some goal setting for 2022 and kind of moving forward with some of our our pits and our peaks of um, 2021 as Danielle came up with. So uh, we'll start with Danielle. Give us a life update and some peaks and pits of 2021. All right. So where have I been? Wow. Um, (laughs) I had shared a little bit. I am not sure if I've shared it on the pod or just obviously like on my Instagram page. Um, My 2021 has been pretty crazy, like lots of transition. Um, My dad has cancer. Um, We are still waiting on results. Um, He, so he has uh, prostate cancer and my mom um, is not in the best health. And so I have just, I'm an only child. So I have been dealing with their health care stuff. And then um, obviously my own children is kind of crazy. And so with that, um, we were kind of just figuring out how that was all going to work out because they were just needing more help. Um, Over the year, we kind of planned and mold over what we were going to do. My husband and I, Gage, uh, which you guys haven't met yet. Um, Oh, what did you do, Kennedy? I don't know. I hit a button and okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, but if you guys are watching us on YouTube, you can see she just did, like did something. And I was like, squirrel, what I happened? Did. <laughs> um, but so we, me, my husband and I kind of tried to figure out what the best route of action would be to take. Um, for a while, we were really considering like chasing a dream of ours to move to Texas and buy some land. We were actually super close. Like we're about to buy land and cash in Texas. Um but it just didn't meet our qualifications. We kind of took that as a sign that maybe it just wasn't the right time or the right uh, fit. It was basically double our budget, but double the land. So, I mean, we had the funds, but it wasn't, it would have maxed us out in a way that we weren't necessarily prepared for. We would have spent all of our cash on hand to buy the land, um, which is what we were trying to kind of avoid. We wanted to buy, like I said, half the acreage and for half the price. Um, and it just didn't end up working out. Um, we came back here and shortly after that, um, or maybe it was before my mom was actually hospitalized. Um, at the same time, my dad was going through cancer treatment. Um, and so they were actually at two different hospitals at the same time. (laughs) Um, so just a lot going on over here. And so we went ahead and sold our house. Um, and we ended up moving in with my parents so that we can take care of them. And now we are uh, under contract on a new build. So that's exciting. Yay, that's so uh, exciting. But it won't be ready probably till 2023. Yeah. So 
that is a bit of a bummer. We are here. It is obviously my parents' house uh, was for them. It is not for <laughs> a family of seven, like with all of us. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a struggle. And so that is kind of what I've been dealing with, um, getting like moved over here. We sold everything, which helped, um, but we still just like this space is not big enough for us. So it's been a bit of a right. challenge. Like right now, um, I am in like the dining room, but because we don't have enough space, it's like the dining room, the office. Um, if you, if I turn the camera, which I'm not going to, cause it's such a mess in here, there's like Legos everywhere. Oh man. <laughs> um, it's just literally like, it's been a little <clears throat> chaotic for me over here. Um, but I, um, and so just grateful that everything now is like kind of starting to turn around and get a little bit more settled. Um, we now have like finalized all of our house plans. Yay. Um, and now we're just waiting on permits. They have not broken ground yet. So it'll be sometime probably in January. Um, so that's exciting to start seeing some movement, but I'm super excited. We literally have made this just a space that will be perfect for my parents and our family. And, um, so I'm really excited. Are they going to move with you guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if I shared that. Um, yeah. So we actually ended up doing a new build and we're doing, uh, like it's going to be a true dual master. So we have oh, a master yay. down, they have a master downstairs and we have a master upstairs and they're basically like identical. So neither of us feels like we're kind of like getting gypped or, um, anything like that. So they will be downstairs. And so it'll be easy for us to take care of them. Um, Good. the kids will all have rooms. Um, so just, yeah, it really, it was something that fit all of our needs and it's right by the kids school. So right now I'm driving 30 minutes to school each way. Um, so like four times a day. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, hold on. My dogs are being crazy. Hold on. Mm, you're good. I'll take over for a second while Danielle hops off. Okay. Um, one thing I was going to say too, while Danielle was talking about like her parents being two different hospitals with like the COVID protocols too, that makes it very difficult because um, one of my updates, I'm sure those of you that follow Instagram, sorry guys, I'm eating and I just took a bite of a meal and have to finish it. Um, <laughs> one of the things that happened in my 2021, my, my major pit, I would say is that, um, my husband who, those of you who listen already or have listened to that episode did meet Kyle. Um, he ended up very, very sick and had to have a thoracotomy. So, um, he had to have his chest cut open and his lung cleared out. So he had pneumonia and he had been sick, um, since we got home from our trip in Nashville. So we got home from Nashville and got COVID tested because people had colds. I worked in a school. He works for the federal government as a mailman, had to be COVID tested. Both came back negative. We tested again. A month later, both were negative. He went in. They told him he had bronchitis, gave him a steroid and an antibiotic and sent him home. So then, of course, he felt wonderful because who doesn't feel great on a steroid? Um, But the problem is, is it ended up making him sicker. So he ended up with double lung pneumonia. Um, and he also has a congenitive lung defect that we didn't know about in his right lung. So his right lung takes air in, but doesn't let air out. So he has like half a lung on the right side. So his entire left lung, you couldn't see in the x-ray. It was so infected. Um, it literally was just like a clout. And then the right lung, you could see part of the lung. So he was so sick by the time we got him there, that the doctors told me that had he gone to sleep that night, he would not have woken up the next morning. Um, that's how sick he was. And I don't, think I've shared fully like how sick he was on my Instagram. I shared pictures and, and talked about it a little bit, but it was really scary. Like I had to sit there with my husband at 27 years old and have a conversation of who to contact at his place of work. If he did not wake up from his surgery, because he was scheduled for a lobectomy. They thought they were going to take a couple of lobes of his lung originally, 
Um, so we just really, we didn't know, like they had to keep him in the hospital and on IV antibiotics for 48 hours. Um, because he was so sick that had they gone in and done surgery and just a little bit of that gotten into his system, it would have, you know, he would have been septic all the way around and died. Um, and the super weird thing about his illness is he was septic. He was so sick, so infected, but he never had a fever. So we had no idea. The only symptoms he had were like a cough a little bit, but nothing crazy. You would think with double lung pneumonia, you'd be like hacking up a lung. Um, but he was really tired. I was like it. He came home that Thursday night and slept for like 19 hours. Woke up Friday, had such bad chest pain. I thought he was having a heart attack. Took him to the hospital that night. They thought he was having a heart attack. His chest pain was so bad. And actually this is really gross guys. I apologize, but his infection was so bad. Your lung is in layers. So the pus was acting like glue and it was holding the layers of lung together. So when he would breathe, it would like pull the layers of lung apart. So if you can just imagine like you're trying to take a breath and it just like ripping your lung apart, that's what it felt like. Yeah. So my pit was that he was very sick and it was really scary. And not only that I'm in school, so I'm finishing school. So I wasn't really working. So Kyle was our, our guy working and luckily, you know, he's got good benefits and we've been okay, but it's, it was stressful and going into the holiday season, especially because of where he works. (laughs) Um, it's hard. And even though he has FMLA and like had a very valid reason to miss work because he has a 10 inch incision from his lung being cut open, it's just hard and they don't always treat people the best. And so that's been probably the biggest pit is just like getting through that and helping him. And then the reminder too, cause he's always been the healthy, strong one. I've always been kind of the sicker, weaker one is reminding him that like one of the bacteria he had attacked his muscle. So he lost 35 pounds while he was sick. Oh my God. Yeah. So he was in the hospital for a little bit over a week. And in that time lost 35 pounds and one of the bacteria he had eat your muscle. So when he went home, he actually had to stay with his parents for a couple of weeks. A, we have a big dog. I didn't want him jumping on him, but B, he needed somebody with him because his muscle was so atrophied that like he couldn't stand and walk on his own for the first week because he was so weak. And so now it's like trying to remind him that like, yes, you may have been able to deadlift what my max is easy before, but that doesn't mean you should be doing that now as you're still healing from surgery. So (laughs) trying to remind him to set those limits and remember that like you're healing, you lost a lot of muscle, you lost a lot of strength. Like he literally right now weighs like not even 50 pounds more than me. And he's six, (laughs) four. So it's, it's going to be, they told us to expect like a full six months recovery to be back to full force. So luckily he can drive right now for his job and he's healthy and alive and home. And that's all I care about. Um, the problem with this is it could be a chronic issue. So now we'll just have to make sure if he's sick, we're getting lungs x-rayed and Mm. making sure things are taken care of. Um, So yeah, but that was, that was that I'd say like my biggest win this year though, probably is just like the food and body freedom I've experienced this year is this freedom with food is something that I've been searching for. I think forever. Um, Mm -hmm. like many of us, like, even though I didn't have like a full blown food addiction, I definitely had an emotional tie to food. Like when I was little, something happened, it was either we would eat or we would go shopping was those two things. And so shopping, I still rely on. I know that still something I enjoy. I'll text my mom if something bad happens and we'll be like, let's go do this. You know, it's like target was our thing and food was the other. And so being able to eat one or two cookies from a box of cookies and not eat the entire box of cookies has probably been the biggest win and the most freeing experience because I, I can now keep like, I don't know. I think I talked to you about this. Like I binged one time since my surgery and it was on a box of tag along cookies, Girl Scout cookies. And I really think that like, those are my vice, but I really feel like I could have a box of them in my freezer and eat one cookie and not feel the need to binge on the entire box. 
Hi, sweet girl. If you guys are watching, we've got a little kid. I'll pop it in for a quick second to say hi. Hi, baby. Okay, go tell dad. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, go I think the food freedom and like the body freedom, just loving and accepting my body. I've put on a little bit of weight intentionally, but it's been mostly muscle and watching that transformation and being okay with that weight has been a huge win for me. So I'd say that's like my biggest win and kind of my recap of 2021. Oh, and I finished my student teaching. So now I just got to wait to get licensed and I'll be Woo! a teacher. So that's, that's exciting. So exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, so back to my kind of like wins, I think the, just getting more settled and knowing what we're doing as far as like our house is a huge win. Uh, for me, like personally, it's probably, oh my goodness, hold on a second. Sorry guys, Danielle has a little girl. She's, she's hungry. She's looking for some food. (laughs) Yeah. uh, She's like, I'm hungry. And then we have our, so I put the dog back with gauge and so she's like Apollo's in the way and I'm like no I'm like go ask your dad um sorry guys it's chaotic over here normally I record when they are uh, not here for this reason but uh you know you do what you got to do on Christmas break but yeah so the house has been really nice that knowing what we're doing but for me personally I think um getting to share my story has been really cool Um, I had some really cool opportunities um, to meet a bunch of people. Like we got to go to Nashville and meet a bunch of people um, that were just fabulous and amazing. And then, oh, you got a puppy there too. Uh, He's going to crash. It's a family, it's a family (laughs) affair over here, guys. Um, And then uh, also getting to do the dream event uh, with Advent Health. It was just, I mean, that for me, it was literally a dream to be able to yeah. share my story. That was super cool. So like so for myself, cool. uh, and like, as far as like this community is concerned, that was definitely, uh, one of my highest moments of the year. Um, and then just overall, I really, this year kind of just enjoyed, um, you know, living life. And it was, you know, this is like my second year post bariatric. So my uh, two year is February 10th. And so just being, I mean, and now I'm a, like a year and a half since weight loss. Um, cause I got to my goal at like six months. So really just Mm -hmm. now being a full year into just living regular life. Um, and my life wasn't, yeah, like it wasn't like (laughs) consumed with weight loss, Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of huge. Like it, it was like, wow, this is just like, normal life, you know, uh, day to day, what other people do. Um, so that was kind of cool just to be on the other side for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a win. Yay. That's awesome. Yeah. That dream event is so cool. And that would be just getting to share your story on such a large platform. Cause I think that's like what all of us that are here sharing our stories on Instagram, whether it's about weight loss surgery or intentional regain or weight loss in general, like we're here looking for community, but to support and inspire others. And so like to have mm-hmm. such an awesome opportunity to share such a great story that can resonate with so many people is so important. And that's just, that's so awesome. I'm so proud it was of you. Really cool. It was really cool. Like, oh, yeah. it was amazing. I wish that I could have been there in person when it was yeah. premiered, but <sighs> 
you know, it is what it is. It was my son's birthday. So I was like, there's no way that I can yeah, actually go, but getting hard. to record it and be a part of it was awesome. And yeah. I'm looking forward to like, what's to come. I'm hoping to do more things like with Advent Health and um, Dr. Dovek, because she is just amazing. Yes. Um, and so that would be just like one Shout of my out, highlights. Dr. Dovek. Woo, she's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to record her one day. Oh, um, we definitely could. She's yeah, that'd be fun. Amazing. Um, yeah. So anyway, you talked about looking forward. So let's look forward. Let's talk about yeah. like some of our goals and goal setting for um, 2022. I know Danielle has a super awesome planner to share with us. Um, we're both yep. planner people. I need to write things down. It really helps mm-hmm. me. And I was actually about to order a new planner, but now I'm going to order this one that Danielle has because it's super awesome. Yeah. Um, so I am a big planner girl. I think I have shared that before. Um, <laughs> definitely like on my Instagram, I am, I, I'm too scatterbrained. If it's not written down somewhere, uh, I, it's not getting done. And yeah, no, mine has to be written down and in my phone or I won't me show too. up to yep. it or it's not going to get done. So, <laughs> yep. Yep. So I have this one and then I sometimes have like a bigger one. That's like hour by hour. I did that more when I was working. Um, and then obviously like a family planner, but so this is just for me. Um, I do write the kids stuff in here, but mostly this is just like my personal planner. Um, it's by bloom Planner bloom planners, and you can get it on Amazon. Um, we'll leave the link in our link tree and then it'll also be, I, we can put it in both of our, um, Instagrams, like our personal Instagrams too. Yes. And so I've used this now. I just ordered my 2022 one. So it should be here in like a day or two. Um, but it looks like this, they have like different covers. I like the size of it cause it'll fit in almost any purse. Um, but what I really enjoy is that it has so many pages um, on the inside, um, that are just like inspirational. It'll, uh, it gives you like the opportunity to create a mission statement for yourself for the year. Um, it tells you how to find your purpose for the year, um, your core values for that year. Um, there's a scale that you can actually look at and it'll say, where are you now versus where are you going? Um, and so it'll be like a scale of one to 10 for your health, your personal development, relationships, finances, career, home, fun, and spiritual slash community. Um, so there's just so many things that you can kind of go and work through. Um, but one of the parts that I really like is the goal tracking. And so it talks about making smart goals, which a smart goal is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. And so the example it gives here is uh, like a not smart goal would be gain a skill in X. So whatever that's your goal is gain a skill in X, but you have no way of how to achieve it um, versus attend two classes of blank per week over the next three months. So it gives a very specific uh, instruction. It's measurable. Did I go to the two classes or not? Uh, Achievable. I'm not saying I'm going to go every week, every day of the week, but two classes, um, relevant to what your, you know, phase of life is. And then timely, um, whether that's a month, two months, three months, the whole year, something that you can track. That's so cool. Um, and so that is how I, for the past few years have went about making my goals, um, is making yeah. sure that they are smart goals that I have something like on my books that I can track and, that I know if I'm doing it or not, and there's no guesswork of whether I achieved it, whether I did it. 
That's so cool. And real quick, I just looked on their website too. They have so many planners. They have teacher planners. So like teacher peeps, you know, if you're a teacher, you have to have a different planner for your teaching planning versus like your everyday. They have pregnancy planners. Um, they have like goal to do list planners. They have budget planners. They have soft cover planners, hard. They have so many options. You can kind of like go in their website and customize and stuff to the desk planners. So we'll share that link. Cause these planners are super cool. And I really love that goal setting thing. Cause I have this tendency of like setting these goals, but I don't create like a plan to get there. Or I mm-hmm. create these like very, I create a big goal with these like bigger goals in there to right. get in it, you know? So right. that's Versus really helpful. Actually it it down. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. So based on the smart goal, um, like, the smart goal criteria, do you have something that would be like a smart goal that you want to set in place for 2022? Um, oh, yeah. I think for me, um, we kind of talked about this. It's a little bit of a smaller goal, but I feel like something like that can be helpful. It's tracking mm-hmm. for me because a while ago we talked about tracking versus intuitive eating. And I actually took a step back through all this craziness and switched to intuitive eating. And my weight has held steady. I've had muscle and strength growth. I've hit new PRs. So it's working for me. However, I don't know how many macros I'm eating because I'm not tracking. And I'm honestly just mindfully eating and it's working, but I need to track. So I know where I'm at so that I can adjust because I do want growth throughout the year for muscle and strength. So that could be another one. Um, but for me, it would be tracking because I get this end all be all. So it's like, if I start a Monday and I don't track everything to me, it's like, oh, the whole week's ruined. Can't track it all. It doesn't matter. Now it's ruined. When in reality, I can go back and think about what mm-hmm. I need. So for me, I could be like tracking and it could be like, okay, I'm going to track five of the seven days this week. And if do I it for a month, yeah, do it for a month. Or I'm going to pre-track my meals five Mm -hmm. of my seven, you know, days a week or whatever would be a good way to use that planner, um, to do that goal. Because I think sometimes so overreaching, like, Oh, seven days of tracking and I eat a lot. So I eat six to eight meals a day, meals a day. So like the overall idea of concept of tracking all of those for seven days a week is, is overwhelming. Yeah. So breaking Mm -hmm. it down, I think is way easier. I really like that. Yeah. So for me, mine is going to be, um, I don't, so I'm up right now in weight, which is something that, um, I've shared a little bit, which I'm, I feel like kind of different than a lot of people. A lot of people either intentionally regain from their lowest or, um, find that their set point or like happy weight is like, is higher. And so they're okay with that regain. And that's then their new place where they kind of sit. I am not, (laughs) um, I feel really good, uh, like, 10 or so pounds down from where I am right now. Um, but due to the holidays, my life, you know, things kind of got in the way. I was not going to the gym regularly and not eating the best. And so I did have a little bit of regain and I think it's not talked about enough. Um, a lot of people, it's just like, Oh, it's my happy, whatever, you know, no, this is not like intentional. It was not something that I'm planning on like maintaining here. So for me, I would probably go to Um, I do macro tracking too, or, um, low carb. So that's probably, that's where I'm comfortable and I feel really good. So I know that's kind of controversial. Some people really love their carbs, which is great for me. It makes me feel really good when I am lower carb. Um, so I would say for my like smart goal, it would be to track and stay on my goals for like five out of the seven days 
six out of the seven days um, for at least the next three months um, or until I've reached not so much the weight goal that I'm after, but leaning out to where I'm comfortable. Um, and then from there on moving back to, I did intuitive eating for a while. So it's kind of funny. We kind yeah. of swap for a little bit. We swapped like, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. Um, now I will be going back into tracking and then I will probably move back into an intuitive eating um, once I am confident that I am leaned out and back where I want to be. So that's kind of my goal. And I want to share that more of how I'm going to kind of go back to my happier place and my lower weight versus a lot of people staying at their like, you know, the 10 pounds up and that might be fine for some people. And a lot of people that does work and that's just where they're happier. For me, that's not where I'm happier. Um, My clothes don't fit as well. It doesn't feel nice. Um, So I will not be staying here. Yeah. And like we talked about kind of before we started, like, that's totally fine. I think it's great that there's so many different things. Like I hit a really low, low and wanted to gain weight back. I honestly didn't think I would get to where I am now and feel as good as I feel and like the way I look and feel. But I think it's because I've focused so much on like that lean muscle mass and getting rid of fat mm-hmm. that like I've gained this weight, but I only went up like a size because I've been focused on muscle and strength growth so much. Um, but had it been another way, I probably wouldn't be as comfortable where I'm at either. So that's, I think that's a totally awesome and attainable goal. And it's okay to want to lose some of that regain if you're not comfortable where you're at, where you're at. And that's totally okay. And that's not something that we talk about super heavily in this community because regain or a little bit of bounce back is pretty normal. And a lot of people are a lot more comfortable at that, at that little bit higher weight, but a lot of people aren't. And that's okay. Um, I think that's a great goal. I had just a couple of like other goals. One of mine is to be better about sharing um, content and creating content. I, I am a very confident and self-confident person in myself and my everyday. And I don't care generally what people think, but the gym is still one of those things that like I, my gym anxiety is gone. I'll go in there and deadlift with the bulkiest, strongest men in the gym. I don't care. I'll go in there. I don't care. That doesn't bother me anymore getting my phone out and recording myself in that situation. Oh my God. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Even if I put my phone in my hydro jug, which Amy taught me this, like you can put it in your hydro jug and like put your hydro jug down and turn your camera on and record yourself. I still am like, everybody knows I'm recording. Like it's terrifying. That's why I don't do it. It's terrifying. Yeah. I don't like it. So I'm trying, I've had so many people recently reach out and be like, your booty looks good. Cause that's been something that I've been working on. It's I've, we call it the Burke, but it's just it's something we've always had, but like, I've had to work on it. That's the one place where I've gained a lot of muscle back. And I'm just so nervous to share my workouts that I like, right. I'm too nervous to record the other day I recorded and I made it through my warm up because I was in a room by myself warming up. And that's as far as I made it. So that's one of my big goals. My other goal is to share some more of my food. I hesitate with the food thing because when I first started it was really hard for me and triggering for some binge eating issues to see people sharing like, this is how much food I started with. And this is what I finished with. And that's not what Mm -hmm. I will do ever. So what I ever intend to do, I weigh my food. I measure my food when I am tracking like that. So I plan to share exactly how much it is and the macros in it. And whether I finish that or not is my business. It's not really anybody else's because I don't want people to feel shame if they can't or do finish something that I may not be able to but it is helpful to see what other bariatric patients are eating. Like today I ate this oatmeal cup. There's so many bariatric patients who I still talk to that are like, I can eat oatmeal. <laughs> and I'm like, right. yeah, you can. Yeah, you totally can. It's Kodiak protein oatmeal, put some protein butter in there, make it with milk and you've got a loaded protein oatmeal. It's okay. So I do want to be better about that. Sharing more, connecting more with 
people who are there because I have received a lot of messages lately. And I even got one the other day from somebody saying that, like, I'm the reason that they're getting into a strength coach. Like, she's like, I, I couldn't say that you weren't part of the reason I'm doing this. And like that to me means that I am making a difference and like, it is important, but it's just scary. It's scary to share oh, yeah. so much of our lives and to go into a gym like that. Like I was going to record myself, especially with yeah. the new year's like reminder, as we get into the new year, if you are a gym person and you go now, please be kind and caring and mm-hmm. accepting of all the new people in your gym. That's going to start tomorrow. Cause it is new year's Eve day. And we are recording. This. They'll be gone in a few months anyways. <laughs> yeah. Give them till the end of February. They'll be gone. But like, be nice. If you see somebody who like looks genuinely super confused with the machine, you can offer to help. Don't just walk over and do it, but just like, do you need some help? Like I've had some people that have had that recently even, and like, it's okay to ask, but don't be a jerk. Like don't. And re-rack your weights. Damn it. Re-rack <laughs> your weights. I will die on that hill. But yeah, I think those are like food tracking macros, see where I'm at. And then just sharing more of my life, creating more content, sharing more, because I know it does make a difference and it makes a difference for me too. It makes me feel like this was worth more than just what it has been for me, which has been so much, but like, if I can share that with others, I just, I want to. So I need to do more of that too. I mean, I, I say that all the time. I just, I need to produce more content. Part of it is just like life. But then also, like you said, like the actual, like, like pushing the record is so hard. Um, that's That's why, yeah, that's why I feel like it's easier to do this. Like I would rather, much rather record a podcast than like the thought of going and recording myself in the jail. Um, I've tried to get Kyle to go with me and like, I'm like, Oh, it'll make me feel better. No, then I feel weirder. So I'm like, right. I'll figure it out somehow. But right now I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. But I definitely, that should be a, both of our goals is to like do that more. Cause I, I yeah, have sure. been asked that a lot and I'm just like, sorry. Um, and it's super easy for me to talk to my phone. Like I, that I'm like, I'm pretty good. Like, I don't care. I'll sit, you know, I'll record on my phone, but to do it, like when I'm actually working out is a whole nother thing. Yeah. Um, scary. <clears throat> so that's something that I could probably work on too. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that's all I have with my hits and peaks and goal setting. I don't know. What about you, Danielle? Let's see. I feel like that's kind of everything. Um, So, yeah. I hope that everyone has a good start to the year. Um, Yes. Maybe we could, we'll post um, something today with the links. And then we'll also... um, Po- make a post. Um, and I want to hear everyone else's smart goals. So remember oh, it's, yeah. uh, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. So it'd be kind of fun to hear everyone's goals and then we can help, uh, check in and see how those goals are coming along. Um, so we will have a post up, go write your goals. Um, and we will write, get some da- like official good written out, Um, and we'll have ours written on there too for accountability. Yeah. I love it. That's such a great idea. Yeah. I love that. And that will be on our fabulously fit podcast page, but we will also share those on our stories too. So you guys can get to them pretty quickly. So if you are not following the fabulously fit podcast, please do that again. I am Kennedy and I am at bypass and bougie on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. However, if you're trying to find me on TikTok, it is spelled the old way. So you'll have to find it that way, but it is linked on my Instagram. 
And I am at VSGD2020, which the D is D-E-E 2020. Um, and I am on Instagram and TikTok. Um, I do have a Facebook, but there's, I don't really link to it. So yeah, I don't really use money there, but yeah, <laughs> Instagram and TikTok. Um, and I will get better about sharing on TikTok too. I haven't shared on there as much as I should. Awesome. Well, guys, that is all we've got for you for our first episode of 2022, but we will be back with a weekly episode on Mondays. We did not do a Monday motivation this week because we're talking about goal setting, but we will be back with a Monday motivation next week. So please be listening for that. And we cannot wait to have you guys back. Thank you so much. Bye.